Today we check in with Aaron Murphy live on Cass Lake. Plus he's been on Leech Lake, Winnie, Pokegama, and more. Murph's got the details coming up next. Plus, it's Lake of the Weekday. I got my fishing pool keys, tackle box in my hand. Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand. Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man. But the wife, she just don't understand. I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass. And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back. Because the fish is all tremble at the thought of me. And when I'm fishing, for bugging country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Today we're checking in with Aaron Murphy. Aaron Murphy from Leisure Outdoor Adventures Outstanding Guide. Uh, generally uh, living in the Grand Rapids area, specializing in, in that realm, and we'll get there. But right now, Aaron, you tell me you are uh, just down the road from me. You're in, you're on Cass Lake right now. Yep, it's uh, yeah, I'm on Cass, and it's uh, nice and toasty warm out here. Try calm. <laughs> I don't know if it's hit 90 yet, but she's plenty warm. Okay, so I'm going to ask you why you're on the clearest water in America on a flat <laughs> blue sky day. Uh, well, it just depends on where the client wants to go, you know, <laughs> closest to him. And I, I've been on leech uh, last few days and just, you know, switch it up a little bit, go to go to Cass. I like coming here throughout the midsummer time. You know, Cass is a, is a tremendous body of water. There's a ton of fish in there, muskies, walleyes, everything. Uh, but it is a bit of a challenge in, in the summertime with that really clear water. Yep, exactly. You just yeah, you just got to either uh, pitch to them, stay away from them, or go to the deeper water. You know, just fish the, more of the darker water and, and catch fish. You had some success uh, yet today? Yep, we got uh, we got a few, uh, few walleyes and, of course, a lot of perch. <laughs> we're pulling uh trying to pull a crawler but it's it's just hard uh hard to keep uh keep the perch away from the crawler but so i think we're all actually just switched to all solid leeches now we're just pulling lindy and a leech how about uh leech you said you've been on their free days what's been going on over there yep so a uh, leech uh obviously there's uh the ma- major mayfly hatch is is it's almost done you think it's going to be done but then there's you see some more the next morning but it's been going on for I think this we're on our third week there, and uh, it was good. Like uh, prior, probably a week ago. I mean, you know, pulling spinners and uh, and crawlers, um, that was good. But now it's uh, seems like the fish are start move out to those deeper humps. Um, you can go out there and uh, you know rig leeches, crawlers, and some big minnows, and some of those big fish are starting to show up out there. So we've done we've done that the last couple of days. Okay. So. Are you mainly a walleye guy? Yeah, I'm mostly a walleye guy. Yep, obviously we do do a little bit of uh, uh, northern fishing too, and but my mostly northern fishing is uh, pulling pulling big minnows. You know, just trolling with them is that's kind of how I like to fish them. There's certainly uh, a time of year when walleyes are a little easier to catch than others, no question. But the one thing that's changed, I think, in the in the years I've been doing this, is there was a time when about about now to uh, September, uh, people would just say it was dog days, you can't catch anything. That's changed. I don't know if we've got better equipment or we're just smarter. But even on those real tough days, uh, we can find walleyes now, and people seem to catch them all throughout the year. Oh yeah, I agree, hundred percent. And I think a lot of it has to do with uh, obviously the technology with graphs now and 
and the mapping system where people can look and see, make sure that they're following the drop. They're not they're not fishing in the blind. Obviously, that that helps. I mean, back in the day, everyone after the after the jig and minnow went bite went away, everyone's like, "Oh, I'm done fishing. I'm not right. going to go catch a, I'm not going to be able to catch any more walleyes." But now that there's so many so many different baits and tackles you can use now, I mean, it's uh, it's making it uh, where you can catch fish when it's during the dog days. What is your favorite way to catch walleyes? Uh, well, I, I I like obviously catching with the jig and jig and a minnow. That's fun. Uh, then um, that's my, that's my number one jig and a minnow for sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean you can I, put in with jig and a minnow. You can put them in the boat. Fat, I mean, you you can get on them and put them in the boat pretty fast. But that's my that's my favorite. I think that's most people's favorite. I I, I like that too. <laughs> I I think it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, Aaron, tell us a little bit about uh, how you made your way into this guiding business. Um, what's what's your story? Okay, well, basically, um, I grew up on Lake Winnipegosh, and I was a, a dock boy at uh, Tamarack Resort <clears throat> um, when I was like 14, 15, 16. Well, eventually, I started uh, taking people out fishing. Um, you know, after work. I drive my boat over to, to work, and I had the old 16-foot London with a 25-horse Johnson. <laughs> and uh, uh, people come in after the day and didn't catch fish, and well, like started out, well, I'll take you out after I'm done work. And so it slowly became what I've been doing during the summers now is just guiding. And the cool thing is I still have some people that I still take out to this day that I've guided since I was 6, 16 years old. So you create a lot of, a lot of friendships. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, and obviously, uh, you, you uh, and Toby go back a long ways. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, me and uh, well, actually, I've actually been staying with this for most part of the summer with Toby. But yeah, me and Tobe, uh, we we played hockey together at uh, North Dakota, um, and and I actually knew him even when he played for uh, high, in high school hockey. So yeah, I've known him for quite a while. Um, so. Um, yeah, you guys played some hockey together, and then uh, got into the guy business together, and uh, it's yep. it's kind of a it's kind of a cool deal. Yep, yep. It's uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun uh, during the summer, and like on our off time, we we spend quite a bit of time together. Do a little little musky fishing, and you know, go scout around, and yeah, we have fun. Have you have you had a chance to go after any musky yet this year? Uh, just once. Me and uh, me and Tol went and trolled trolled one day. Or just probably a couple hours. That's that's kind of uh, well. Last year I was with him and uh, he got me that big fifty, so that yeah. was kind of fun. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so I don't know. We probably it's getting into prime time. He's about just ready to start going for muskies right now because they're starting to they're starting to show up in their shallow water spots now. So start coming to the boat. More to come with Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Aaron Murphy plus it's Lake of the Weekday. This is Fish and Paul Munion Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. This is Fish and Paul Munion Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle, proud sponsor of the first ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. A big three-day event coming up late in July, 24th, 25th, 26th, a Friday through Sunday tournament. 
It's catch, photo, and release using the Fish Donkey app, and all the proceeds go to a great cause, the United Way of the Bemidji area. It's a bass and a walleye tournament. You have a two-person team of two and pay $200 for that. You can be in one or the other or both, and you can win them both. $3,000 first prize for both divisions, prizes to the top nine in both divisions, very generous payouts, and, a, again, a great cause and a lot of fun. You can fish any lake in Beltrami, any lake in Hubbard, and any lake in Clearwater County. You can move as much as you want. Fish Donkey app takes care of everything. More details available at unitedwaybemidji.com. Uh, we hope you'll be a part of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's sponsored in addition to, of course, Lucan's Village Foods and Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. It's also sponsored by Coca-Cola Bottling Company, L&M Fleet Supply, Northwoods Bait and Tackle, Sanford Health, Visit Bemidji, and Northland Fishing Tackle. Now let's get back to it. We're talking with Aaron Murphy of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. You mentioned growing up on Winnie. Have you been uh, fishing on Winnie yet this year? Yep, yep, I did. Uh, I did a lot of er- early trips over there, but now the last probably uh, two and a half weeks, I haven't. I haven't been on Winnie. I know that uh, my buddy Joe Crew, that he uh, owns Winnie Engineers Resort, he does a lot of. He pulls crank in the evenings, and he catches he catches quite a few walleyes every single evening. I mean, not, he's not getting very many keepers, but he's he goes out and catches fish and has fun. Yeah, just talk a little bit about Winnie. How's it been there this year in general? Well, compared to like, so elk is compared from last uh, year to this year. Last year, early on, was it was fantastic, where you could catch you know you were catching forty to fifty fish days. You could have walleyes, but this year, early on, it was. I mean, you'd get you'd have twenty fish days, twenty twenty five fish days. But the positive thing about what Winnie, what's going on Winnie is there's some 10.5 to 11.5 inch fish in lots of them. So I, I think there, there's a future coming. So I think, uh, by next year or the year after, I think Winnie's going to be, Winnie's going to be the lake. I know that's the thing I've been hearing the last several years. It, it hasn't been a problem to catch fish. It's been a problem to find the ones you can keep. But I heard that from a few other people that that, uh, they got that emerging year class. It looks like it's going to be really strong, and that's going to yep. mean, uh, yeah, like you say, by next year, Winnie's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. It's, it's, it's due. Like you say, yeah, but the, the fish that that you're catching out there, I mean, they're healthy. 20 to 22-inch fish is, is pretty common, and, and they fight. They're strong. they got plenty of food for them to eat, man, that's for sure. Also, um have you noticed, I mean, I've, the thing I've heard a lot in addition to that is we've had to kind of re-educate ourselves on where the fish are going to be biting because uh, zebra mussels are clearing up that water some. Uh, have you noticed that? Oh, yeah, yep, absolutely. Yep, that shallow, um, the shallow water bite is you've got to kind of look for that more dirtier water. You know, this is early on with the with the jig and minnow bite. And I've noticed uh, a lot of the weeds have dissip- dissipated out there from the, the Ruskies crayfish that they're starting to take away some of our cabbage which um is kind of that's a bummer too because that gives them you know fish more coverage for that shallow water and the oxygen if you wanted to catch them in in the shallow water you know during midsummer sure. so yeah it's the lake is changing but i think everyone's uh, uh finding ways to catch them out there i mean you got to adapt to what the lake is doing you know well, I think that's really the key. I mean, none of us like the fact that there's AIS in these lakes, but there is, and there's nothing we can do about that. It doesn't seem to hurt 
the populations, at least nothing that we can tell in the short term, they seem as healthy as ever. It's just a matter of us figuring out the new ways to find them. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Yep. It's a challenge, man. That's what it's all about, right? Oh, yeah. That's they call it fishing. That's what they call it fishing, not catching. <laughs> uh, how about over in the Grand Rapids area? Have you had any uh, any trips over on uh, on the big lake there? I've been over on uh, on Pukagama. I actually fished that, uh, that tournament over there. Okay. So I fished there last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And it was great pre-fishing. And uh, come Saturday, it was caught a lot like a day like today. Flat, calm, and... And, and beaming hot, and uh, for me, for the fishing was was not very good at all. But there was a fair amount of boats that got some big, beautiful fish. I mean, they got their. I think first was in like around forty three pounds, and then uh, second was forty two pounds. So for five fish, that ain't that ain't, that ain't a bad day fishing. No, it's not. That's that's the thing about Pokegama. It's got just awesome walleyes in that lake. Oh jeez, and they're healthy. I'm telling you, when they uh, when you get a bite there, uh, that matter of fact, that's where uh, I'm going to be uh, guiding there tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it because uh, you go there and uh, you can be fishing for walleyes and you catch smallies, northerns. So you got lots of action, but healthy. Jeez, sometimes you don't even know if you got a you got a walleye on or if you have a smallmouth on because they all fight. They're healthy. Smelt. Got all the smelt in there. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I've heard it's yeah. I've heard it's not a typical walleye nibble. It's like these guys are fighters. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yep. They're a lot of fun. Fat, fat, fat fish. All right. As we got a big long holiday weekend ahead of us, we're going to be out fishing this weekend. Uh, what's your advice? Uh, what should we bring with us, and what should we be doing to catch the walleyes? Well, I would say uh, uh, don't be afraid to be pulling. Still pull, pull spinners in with crawlers, and then uh, go ahead and start fishing out into those uh, deeper humps now because the, the fish are starting to pop out there. So, uh, and then when you're out there, go ahead and use uh, your, your leech if you want to pull a leech crawler or uh, a, a creek chub, red tail, sucker minnow, whatever you like to use for uh, that deeper water. That works. <clears throat> and and if uh, like it's a day like today, I would. Uh, not fish, fish during midday, fish the morning and the evening, and boat and go swimming during uh, the midday. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good piece of I advice. I think I want right to jump there. in right now. Yeah, <laughs> you're sweating. <laughs> One of those days that you just got to go for a boat ride just to cool down every once in a while. Well, and, and that's that's something to think about too. You know, I mean, obviously wear a hat. Uh, bring a lot of water. I mean, it's going to be hot, yep. and the sun's going to be beaten down. So it's not just about fishing. It's about staying safe, too. Absolutely. I agree. Well, listen, if somebody, if somebody wants to use your uh, your guide service uh, or hire you, uh, how do they go about doing that? Just uh, get a hold of these uh, Outdoors, 1-855-LOA-HOOK, and you get a hold of uh, either Jason Freed or uh, Ernster, and they'll dial you in with a guide or in if you want someone in person, you just see if uh, they got an open date. But we'll get you on the water. Go catch some fish. That sounds awesome. He's Aaron Murphy. He is from Leisure Outdoor Adventures. He's on Cass Lake right now. Aaron, thanks for taking a few minutes and chatting with us, and good luck this weekend. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Kev. Hey, just want to remind you to keep up with all the latest shows, to get links to the shows, and to get links to where you can subscribe to the shows via podcast. Check us out on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter. 
And, of course, online at kbunsportsradio.com. Click on Paul Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. It is lake of the weekday, and we're checking in once again with Andy Thompson, the acting areas fisheries supervisor out of the Bemidji office. Hey, Andy, thanks for taking a couple minutes. Yeah, thank you. We're talking Little Wolf today, and again, uh, not a lake that's a real secret to anybody. A Little Wolf, a pretty well-known lake, but I think it's worth uh, talking about occasionally because it's a it's quite a musky lake for a 244 or, or a 527 acre lake. That's a fairly small musky lake, but uh, there's a lot of them in there, and I know uh, uh, you do some stocking for muskies there. Yeah, Little Wolf was uh, initially developed as a broodstock lake where we could stock some uh, pure strain leech lake genetics muskies in a in a smaller lake that we could you know uh, have a good chance of getting back in there and, and harvesting some eggs for our for the muskie program and this occurred back in the in the mostly in the 1980s and over time it was stocked pretty heavily and we developed a, a pretty high density muskie population which is has since kind of changed. It's it's uh, just kind of naturally um, found a balance. Um, it's not quite as high density as it used to be, but it's there's still a good number of muskies in there. Um, and again, uh, with it being a smaller lake compared to a lot of musky waters, uh, it's, it's probably easier to chase them down than it might be in some other lakes. Yeah, you definitely can narrow th- narrow it down a little bit with being a, a smaller lake and. Uh, you know, a maximum depth of only about 24 feet. Um, those fish will be usually, uh, you know, relating to some sort of structure that you can get at. Um, Little Wolf also has a uh, an interesting population of northern pike. Not a lot of them in there, but the ones that are in there are very nicely sized on average. Yeah, it, it's always had a pretty low-density population of northern pike, and that, that was one of the criteria that was originally um, sought out uh, when when de- developing a musky brood lake, and it, it's maintained that that low density population with some nice sized fish available. You know, and as part of the cast chain, it, it certainly has its share of walleyes. Really good population of walleyes in there. Yeah, it does. It's got really good walleye fishing. Uh, we do stock that lake um, with fingerlings every on alternate years, every other year, and that seems to have really uh, done a good job of, of maintaining a decent walleye population. Okay. Uh, anything else in there? I, I know there. I see some blue, crappie, bluegill, bass. Uh, are those good solid populations? Yeah, it, it really is a good multi-species lake. It's got good good populations of uh, bluegills, and, and crappie fishing can be really good at times, as well as bass and uh, at, at, and perch occasionally as well. It, sometimes it has really high density perch population of, of a lot of small fish and then it kind of cycles back and forth with some nicer perch at times as well. Okay. Um, so it's part of the uh, the cast chain. Um, do you get, do you get, is there actually an access to Little Wolf or do you have to get there via Big Wolf? Actually uh, it, it flows into Big Wolf Lake but there is a little um, dam at the outlet of of Little Wolf Lake, 
So that kind of prevents any navigation back and forth between the, there and okay. the cast chain, the rest of the cast chain, and it also kind of limits fish movements to some extent. Although fish could probably get out of Little Wolf and into the rest of the cast chain fairly easily, they they really don't find their way in there very very easily. So this is pretty much just uh, its own population, and it's uh, kind of a self-sustaining uh, population. Yeah, well, the, with the exception of the, the walleyes and muskies, which right. we do stock okay. um, regularly. But uh, the access that is there is on the north end of the lake, right next to that, that little outlet dam. Mm-hmm. And it's a township access. It's, it's kind of a, a small access. There's not a lot of room there to park, and, and it's, it's a very um, you know lightly developed access. I don't think there's even a ramp there, so... If you've got a bigger boat, you might want to seek out um, the resort and see if you can pay to launch there. Outside of the resort, is there a lot of other development on Little Wolf? It's moderately developed with a few lake cabins scattered around the lake, and then there's an older resort that I don't know. I don't think that one's active anymore, and then there's the, the Little Wolf Resort is is a active, uh, busy resort. Okay, and... And again, it's 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 no secret. So I'm assuming it gets a decent amount of uh, pressure every year. Yeah, I think uh, it it gets a share of fishing pressure for for just about all the species that are there. Uh, I think there are people interested in the panfish. Definitely, people interested in the walleyes and the muskies. Now, has it uh, been affected by AIS since it's on the cast chain? It has not. Uh, we don't. We're not aware of anything that's made its way in there yet. And uh, because of that little uh, outlet structure, uh, that little dam at the outlet, you know, there's no boat traffic going back and forth from the cast chain in there. Uh, so, as far as we know, there there's nothing in there yet. Okay, great walleye lake, a great multi-species lake, and also a really good musky lake. It's Little Wolf Lake, our lake of the week. And uh, Andy uh, Thompson, the Acting Area Fisheries Supervisor, with all the details. Andy, thanks for taking the time today. Thank you.